Richard's dead. Richard's dead. Whoops. Whoopsie. However, he already did the parliament thing with his kids. And he's got a son. So Richard's son, Edward, not Margaret's son, Edward, different Edward. That's, how dare they? The Earl of March. <laughs> how dare they? Succeeds his father. How dare they? So, Name, no. <laughs> Kill him right now. Kill him right now. So I, I promise both of them won't make it through this. So then you Good. won't have to worry about Good. it. Good. They don't. I hate them. <laughs> So, yeah, Richard's head's on a pike, and then Edward just, like, you know, freaking dusts off the throne and sits down. And yeah. it's like, guess it's my turn. I am the Ed. I'm the one who wins. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Dad. Um, and in 1461, York forces defeat the Lancastrians uh, at the Battle of Mortimer Cross. So this is, like, a year later or something. They have another battle. He kills them. Um, and then weeks later, they're crushed by them in the Second Battle of St. Albans. So, like, it's really back and forth on who's winning, who's losing. Like, mm. No one is clearly winning the war. Right. It's just killing and arguing. Is Henry VI still alive? Did he um, die? It was here uh, at the Second Battle of St. Albans that Henry was rescued and reunited with his queen. Oh. But Edward, uh, who's in charge currently, mm -hmm. King Edward, wouldn't give up fighting them, of course. But, yeah, he was still alive, and now they're back together. Our whole family again. Because wasn't How the nice. deal, like, as long as he's alive, the crown hasn't moved? You thought. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> you thought. <laughs> that is what it said. <laughs> but no. I mean, really, paper doesn't matter, and whoever is in the seat gets the yeah, seat. Yeah, I'm wearing the crown, so I win. <laughs> I get the, I have the hat. <laughs> I'm the one who wins. <laughs> I have a hat. <laughs> I'm a police man. <laughs> so, March of 1461, Edward goes against the Lancastrian army again. Um, this time, though, it's a snowstorm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, listeners, it's different. You couldn't see the hand motions. But it was, like a, it was like a stage play. There was like, <laughs> ooh, there's a ooh, snowstorm. <laughs> there's sounds and there's visuals. And in Towton, or Towton? 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 It's not, I want to say Tow Town every time, or Toe Town. <laughs> Cow Town. It's not. Cow it's Babies. Toten? Tit Tit. Towton. Don't. Tit Tit Town. No. Nope. Um, which is in North Yorkshire. <laughs> um, this is the bloodiest battle they have, which is great because it's in the snow, so you can see all the Ooh, blood really good. So it's like a really good visual. Yeah, it's yeah. It's artistic. Yeah. Winter's coming, and it's here, baby. Mm hmm and so uh, it's believed, uh, and of course this is where the accounts differ because of numbers. Numbers are the problem in history, if you haven't noticed with my episode. So this source says it's believed over 50,000 men engaged in brutal fighting and around 28,000 died. So a lot. A lot. Many. However, like, different source says yeah. 80,000 people were there and 40,000 people died. We don't know. Once you get past a couple thousand, we stop counting. That's a lot of bodies. It's too many. Either way, probably more than 20,000 people. Yeah. And that's a lot like, in England in the 1400s. Can you imagine trying to Whoa. count even, like, a few thousand corpses? And keep track? Mm, it's and, hard. like, multiple people are counting, and then you have to do math? It's in the winter. And you're freezing. You're freezing. You just want to go away. Yeah. They probably sunk in the snow. They couldn't even see them oh, anymore. Oh, man. The spring. Can you imagine the spring when they thaw? Yikes. Yikes. It's a... They I pop mean, up like daisies. I mean, if you... If you're not allowed to, like, clean up, but yeah. how can you clean up 40,000 corpses? Don't know. 
Especially when there are more fights probably on the horizon. You just gotta burn them. So, and I believe that's more than any battle, at, at least at that point, that had ever been fought in Britain as far as people dying on their soil. And I think that might be ever. Mm. Because they don't have a lot of, like, very bloody battles on English soil. Interesting. So, it's rough. It's bad. Um, and on Edward's orders, King Edward, um, it says, No mercy was shown in victory. Skulls later found on the oh, battlefield no. showed the most horrific injuries. Face split down the bone, heads cut in half, holes punk- er, punched straight through foreheads. Some men died with more than 20 wounds to their head. The sign of frenzied slaughter by men whipped into a state of barbaric bloodlust. Yeah, they went berserk. Some victims were mutilated, their nose and ears ripped off, fingers snipped from hands to remove rings and jewelry in the plunder of the dying. Uh, the field of Towton was known as the Bloody Meadow, and with good reason. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So it's not fun. And in this, of course, the Yorks emerge victorious, because that was Edward, and Henry, Margaret, and their son flee to Scotland this time, not Ireland, <laughs> and leave Edward to be king of England. Mm-hmm. For right now. <laughs> for now. However. But not for long. I have another story from Gregory. Oh, old Greg. Good old Greg. He's Tell a, me about yourself, He's a Greg. resident of London who kept detailed chronicles of this <laughs> war. Just like a random guy. And Just there's... Greg. There's this guy named Butler who was in that war. Or that battle specifically. Right? And he quips... Uh, his name is Butler. And he quipped that Butler, then in his early 30s, fought mainly for... Or with his heels, for he was frightened of losing his beauty. Mm. It's like this super handsome guy... Who won't really battle because he's too pretty. Fancy man. Yeah. But and, I'm too pretty. And Butler wrote to the Duke of York from Petersfield to ask if he could return to the king's side. Um, and if not, that he be allowed to retire to his estates in Ireland. But I'm so pretty. Should I come back or can I go to Ireland where we don't fight? Right. Please. You asshat. <laughs> he was on the losing side, though, of the Battle of Mortimer's Cross and in Towton, uh, after which he was captured and executed. There you go. So With, like, 40 blows to his pretty face. anyway. Mm-hmm. Have you figured out who Warwick is yet? It's kind of a loose connection. Um, no, but I've also gotten confused about what all he's been doing. He's been kind of all over. Is he, he's... like, is he, like, Varys or someone? Mm, I wouldn't say so. Um, I think the closest equivalent is Jamie. Okay, He's not with his relationship with Margaret, uh-huh. but that Warwick is called the Kingmaker. Sure. And Jamie is the Kingslayer, which, you know, when you're a Kingslayer, you also become a Kingmaker. No? So, um, he's a crafty boy. Craft- and so he's not, like, actually killing anyone, mm-hmm. really, unless he's actually in these battles. But he is... Um, responsible for changes in power. And he has switched sides more than once during this, just for who he thinks is currently going to work out. Mm -hmm. He's mostly with the Yorks, but it does depend. So, he ruthlessly puts down survivors of the Lancasterians, it says. Uh, Lancastrians? I keep saying it wrong. Uh, who, under the influence of Margaret and with French help, so now the French are assisting too, which is not a good time. No. Um, keep the war going uh, up in the north and in Wales. Oh, which great. Is south. Oh, great. 
So now it's spreading. It's all over. To other places. Mm-hmm. It, it was mostly in like London-ish place, and then now it's lots of places. Now it's all over. Um, I told you his nickname's Kingmaker. Uh, Mr. Kingmaker. Kingmaker. Uh, at the time, or at the same time, Warwick and his master, um, I'm a, I don't know who that's referring to. Like, whoever's in charge. Uh, were caught in diplomatic schemes of the astute Louis XI, who had just succeeded Charles VIII as the King of France in 1461. So what's going on? So they're, like, chit-chatting with the French king. The new one. That's not kosher. Uh, no. To be like, do you want to help us with stuff? Because, like, if we're in charge, we'll do something cool for you. Right. Even though Margaret's on the other side. So does she not have any... this is a new guy. She doesn't have any relation now to the king of France? I don't know. Or he just doesn't care about her. Sure. Because he's new. He, like, sees the way the wind is changing and he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. And that's what... And that's, like, what Warwick is good at. He's, Mm -hmm. like, really good at making arguments to people who are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'll do whatever you want. That does make sense. That does sound like a good idea for me. You're right. I guess I will kill those people. He's really good at packaging it in such a way that it looks like, isn't this what you want? And you go, oh, yeah. He's that the ti- sounds like what I want. He's the Tyler. <laughs> He's the Tyler. That's not going to make any sense <laughs> in the future. It's from Big Brother. It, it Maybe. Big Brother 20. Uh, BB20, baby. We'll, we're going to remember Tyler forever. He's, we're, he's going in the books. <laughs> we're going to remember Tyler forever. He's going in the books. He's a bowler. <laughs> but I'm a bowler. <laughs> I'd probably take this out. Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so the problem is... Warwick is hanging out with Edward, mm-hmm. who's king right now. King Ed. But Edward doesn't like him. He's, like, crafty. He, he's, he's got his little, his little puckered little mouth whispering in everybody's ears. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trust him. No. Like, and um, do you know who Edward is? Uh, what do you mean? As far as Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, as far as... Um, if uh, his dad was Richard, who uh, was Ned... I mean, like Rob, I guess. Yes, he yeah, is. He's like Rob. He's and he's about to do something that will make you say, "Oh, oh yes." He's about to do the marriage thing. Yeah, he's about to do the stupid marriage thing. Right. Um. So he's like Warwick's annoying, and Warwick is advising him like to marry someone specific, like that. That his marriage is really important as far as like bridging some of these gaps that we're having problems with. Yeah, gotta fortify all your uh, all your things. Right, but instead, Edward hasty or Edward has a hasty and secret marriage to Elizabeth Woodville in 1464. Um, the Woodvilles are a family with strong uh, Lancastrian connections, so the other side, mm. um, and they don't have real political influence. Mm. Mm. That's gonna turn out really good for you. So Warwick doesn't like them. And he's very upset about this. Of course. And Edward doesn't like Warwick, so he's mad. So Edward dismisses Warwick's brother, George Neville, uh, the Chancellor. That won't come back to bite you. Bye. And this was while apparently that guy was trying to do this deal with Louis the mm. 11th. That they had just negotiated. And then Edward gets rid of that guy. Great. They had just negotiated like an agreement. Great. And now he's gone. So, cool. Their treaty is uh, essentially over. It's done. Before it even really begins. <laughs> and that was their alliance with Burgundy, and it's not happening anymore. And Warwick then tries to get opposition to the king. This is why he jumps back and forth, because, like, well, this king doesn't like me, mm-hmm. so I need a new one. 
he's like Machiavelli kind of. I, yeah, I'm kind of seeing like more of a Varus in him yeah, now. Yeah. Sure. Or what's what's the other guy? Littlefinger? I hate him so much though. I don't want him to be Littlefinger. <laughs> I kind of like Warwick. He can be Varus. That's fine. Um, but he's behind uh, an armed protest at Yorkshire um, that was called the Rising of Robin of Reddesdale. I can't do England English names, dude. I don't speak English. I don't. And that's in 1469. It's barely English. I speak American. Yeah. Uh, Warwick, without Edward's permission, mm. raises forces in Calais and marries uh, Edward's daughter, Isabel. Oh, what? Or no, he marries his own daughter. Sorry, Warwick marries his daughter to Edward's brother without his permission. Oh, what? Yikes. Oh, what? His rebellious brother, George. No. Duke of Clarence. (laughs) No, don't do that. Don't do that. That's going to end really bad for you. Because he's like, maybe George can be king and he'll listen to me. Because now he's married to my daughter. Yeah. Sure. It'll work out great for you. Yikes. It's not good. And Edward, uh, by far of all the kings we've seen so far, Edward IV is the most competent. (laughs) Like, and capable. And scary. Yeah. So, yikes. Don't do this. Don't. This King, is the most confusing sentence so I've ever King, read. So, King Ed. Yes. Hold on. There's always a point in War of the Roses where you get to, like, the one paragraph or the one sentence where you're like, I can't. Now it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. I think I figured it out. <laughs> it got too much. It's so true. <laughs> so, Edward is mm-hmm. king. Yes. He is captured by the Earl of Warwick. And so he's prisoner. Whoa. So they're like, they're not even like, I'm going to just marry all of the weirdness and mm-hmm. I'm going behind your back. It's like capturing. They, they can't, well, because their plan was we have an army and we did this. So mm. like now I have legitimacy with these people and we're going to take them over. Gotcha. Because you got to get the current guy out. You yeah. can't just like plan for his death. You got to do it. Okay. So, so king captured. Earl's prisoner. And the queen's father and brother, so the current, like, Edward's wife's Mm -hmm. father and brother, um, are, and and a whole bunch of his friends are executed. Nice. By Warwick. Got it. Yep. So he's like, bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. March 17, or sorry, 1470. My numbers are bad. (laughs) I'm used to being in the 1700s. (laughs) Yes. Can you tell? By March of 1470, Edward has regained control. Because he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Forcing Warwick and Clarence to flee to France. Get out. Bye. Um, Where they ally themselves with Louis XI. Um, And guess who else they meet in France? Who's in France? Uh, Is it Margaret? Margaret's in France. (laughs) And guess what? They used to be enemies, and now they both hate the same guy. Ooh, it's getting exciting. See, this is where I was like, this should be a TV show. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this should be a TV show. Not Game of Thrones. Like, right. this actual happening. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, we did, like, a whole season where it's, like, Edward and Warwick, like, nah, 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 arguing, right? And Margaret's been gone entirely. And right. you're like, is Margaret ever coming back on the show? And then they get exiled to France. And then they, like, go into this room. And then it's Margaret. And then she's like, I've been expecting you. And then it turns around. <laughs> and then you're like, Margaret's back. Oh, my God, it's Margaret. <laughs> Take Margaret forever! <laughs> You're like, I never saw this coming. And it's like, it literally happened. 
<laughs> Spoiler alert. It's happening now. It happened. It happened. No, the first time I read about this, I was like, why is this not an actual, like, historical TV show? <laughs> That's true. I want to know. You know why? Because, like, two sentences ago, you had that moment of, like, <laughs> it's too much. The names. It's because they didn't write down the names. <laughs> they said his and stuff. Oh, it's too much. No, you got to use, like... <laughs> You gotta use proper nouns every single time. Yes. Otherwise, it gets to be too much immediately. Right. Like, I was reading, somebody was like complaining about that in like fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And they were like, can we like not use people's names constantly? And, you're, and then immediately people were like, if you're writing like same sex fan fiction, you have to. Because then who's doing what? You have no idea. You gotta like really understand the structure of sentences and like perspective to it even. It takes, it's so hard. Even just like fooling around with that nonsense. Right. You gotta write the names. You can get away with it when it's a visual medium, but when it's written down, you use pronouns. If you have more than you, two hymns, right? Tell me who they are. And when every single one of them is named Edward anyway. Oh, ah! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Edward the Fourth gets the throne back. However, however, Margaret, Margaret has been sitting in wait for a while. <laughs> and um, with her compatriots from France, she comes to England and restores her husband to the throne in 1470. I love that October. I love it. It's not like, and then Henry VI came back. It's like, and then Margaret arose. And she said, my husband's <laughs> in charge. And everyone said, okay. This weird goat that falls over is king now. <laughs> and again. they said, great. Fine. Good. All right. How old is her son now? I don't know. It's probably not important. <laughs> An adult, probably. <laughs> but he's his, her husband's not dead yet. Yeah. And he's the one with the actual claim. So he's king again. Wow. Can't believe you're still alive. It's been what? He became king, like, or he became king in the 1420s. He was like an adult in 1445 when they got married. So it's been like... 25 years for us to have the same king again. It's, Congratulations. I can't believe he's still alive. Because <laughs> he just passes out sometimes? Like, he just passes out sometimes. Yeah. He's been imprisoned by other people who yeah. were king. Yeah. He's, like, escaped places. Yeah. Like, no one really likes him. He doesn't do anything. And you like that it doesn't say that they meet up with Henry either in France. They meet up with Margaret. They meet up with Margaret. Margaret's in charge. Margaret's in charge. Margaret is Cersei. (laughs) Just let her be king. Just let her do it. Anyway, um, I'm sure I put this in because I said, it says, not sure exactly when this happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then a colon. uh, Does it, where does the, when they put Henry VI back on the throne, what do they do with King uh, Ed? He, like, runs away, I oh, think. He just... That's usually what they do. Sure. Just making sure they don't, like, execute him. Not yet. Uh, maybe sometime. <laughs> maybe soon. We'll see. Okay, so at some point in 1470, Edward IV and Warwick goes against him, right? And they capture some of Warwick's men who are trying to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, they're described as gentlemen and yeomen. I don't know what that means. It says, after what was little more than a show trial, all 20 of them are sentenced to be hanged, drawn, and quartered. Bye. The uh, the animals in last episode got more of a trial than they did. Yeah. Yeah. Edward really draws the line. He's not into these people. And I appreciate him. He's kind of like you with termites. They're pests. Kill them. Yeah. He, in my opinion... 
Like, even, he's, like, pretty brutal, mm-hmm. but, like, he kind of is the most likable and seemingly most competent. Yeah. As far as, like, the people we've had so far. Yeah, like, I don't know anything about his policies or actual, like, governance. No. And he clearly does, but... like, and he made a dumb marriage thing. Yeah. But, like, he's okay. As far as, like, uh, you know, dealing with problems. Yeah. Seems to... A lot better than... He knows how to do it. A lot better than some of the Henrys we've discussed. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. Many of them. <laughs> um, oh, so all... And then all those bodies, right? He's, this is why I said he's also very brutal. All of those bodies are also subjected, it says, to further humiliation. The guy who is in charge of this trial orders... His name is Tiptoff. <laughs> okay. He orders the dismemberment... Of the corpses, and that they'd be hung upside down. Twenty wooden stakes sharpened at both ends were driven through the buttocks. Of course. Of the twenty corpses. Classic. And the heads struck on the end protruding from the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it sounds like they killed them first, which is Mm -hmm. kind of a mercy. Because that's... Yes, they are dead. That's a uh, that's like Vlad the Impaler, forest of slow death. Yeah. You are so frightening and weird that the whole Ottoman Empire was like, no. And in England, we're not into this. No. Anymore. So, nope. <laughs> After a little bit of that, we won't do it anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Tipped off, was reviled, named the Butcher of England. Whoa. And when the La- Lancastrians retook the country, so when Henry's in charge again... He found himself unable to escape their retribution. He was executed on Tower Hill in October 18th, 1470. Should have just hired him. Offered him better pay. Nope, they don't trust him. (laughs) Anyway, back to England. What we're doing. So Edward's gone. Henry's in charge. And for six months, Warwick rules as Henry's lieutenant. But only for six months. I'm waiting for Margaret and Warwick to have their clash. Mm. And Edward runs away where? France? No. Scotland? No. Ireland? No. America? The Netherlands. (laughs) Okay. Oh, of course. He just has a new place to go. Every time they run away, there's a new place to go. It's like Ireland, Scotland, France, Netherlands. I guess you have to go where they don't know you are. Where nobody knows your name. Where nobody knows your name. Anyway, this is just... Did I put this in here just because these names are nonsensical? Returned from Flushing to land at Ravenspur in 1471. None of that's real. That's like from (laughs) Um, a Witcher game. That's not a real thing. So that's Edward comes back the next year. Oh, why? Because he's got an army. Oh, oh, he found it. He found people. In the Netherlands. He found, like, some Dutch people were like, sure. Yeah, I'd fight him. Oh, okay. Whatever. Whatever. Um, So he he and Warwick fight. uh, It says his forces meet Warwick's. So I guess Warwick's the one, like, actually raising the army. And they... They meet in a bar somewhere. No. (laughs) And they fight in the Battle of Barnet, in which Edward outmaneuvers Warwick, regains the loyalty of his brother, Duke of Clarence, and decisively defeats Warwick, who is killed. Dang. Bye. You do not want to meet uh, King Ed on the battlefield. No. He's going to wipe the floor with you. It's impressive. It's pretty great. He deserves it. Yeah. Like, as much as, like, he's kind of uh, vicious and terrible, it's like, mm. I mean, vicious kings can do really well. It's true. If people just listen. People just listen. And they're, anyway. not, and they're not, like, nonsensical about it. So, um, they hear about this. 
battle that just happened. Mm, everything went to hell. And Margaret's like, like uh oh. <laughs> and so uh, she takes her army and they go west and they're trying to get to Wales for safety. Wales isn't going to happen. But uh, Edward beats them uh, in the race. Yeah. And then they have the Battle of Tewkesbury on May 4th, where Margaret is captured, her forces, her forces are destroyed, and her son is killed. Bye, Joffrey. <laughs> Bye. No Bye. one no one misses you. Sad. Oh. Yeah. But it is sad because that's really Margaret's only hold on the throne, is that son. Yeah. They're, he's their only son. Because how do you sleep with Henry? He's he's asleep most of the time. Yeah, and then it's not cool. <laughs> it's hard to get people who are catatonic to get it up. Yeah, you need, like, cattle prods and stuff, and it's those aren't, like, invented yet. No. People haven't mastered all the new all the animal... N- all the nuances. All the nuances, animal husbandry tactics that are going to be discovered in the new new centuries. And now Henry and Margaret are captured and held in the Tower of London. Everyone's favorite place to be. Welcome to the party tower. Um, And England goes back to Edward. Just, like, lay down and fart. You're done. On May 21st, 1471, King Henry VI dies. Supposedly of sadness. What else? <laughs> um, some historians think that Edward murdered him, which is entirely possible. Sure. Who cares? Who knows he's, what? He's dead. I mean, whatever. who knows what happens in the party tower? And Queen Margaret, they eventually release her, and she goes back to Anjou in France, where she dies in 1482. So ten years later, she dies. But she's old. And and like I said, at that point, she has no claim to anything in England anymore. So right. it's like, she's she they, she's been politically neutered and is a non-threat. She's, it's, it's like... It's, just let her go home. It's it's like a slap in the face almost. Like, you're such a non-threat. We're just going to let you go. Yeah. You know how much you're a non-entity now? Bye. But she can't do anything. So yeah. it's true. At least she gets to go home. You're such a non-threat. We're going to let you out of the party tower. At least she escapes alive. She's one of the few main players of the War of Roses who doesn't die. Yeah. So good job. Um. Anyway, so Edward reigns... Um, for the rest of his life, and he dies in 1843. <laughs> he lives hundreds of years. <laughs> Many centuries into the future. So when Edward IV dies, he is succeeded by his son... George Washington. <laughs> Edward V. <laughs> however... How, however? However, Richard III is Edward IV's brother. Mm-hmm. And when his young son, Edward V, becomes king. Um, oh, that's not going to work. Oh, honey. Uh, he becomes his nephew's Lord Protector. Have you heard about the party tower? <laughs> Welcome to the party tower. But um, he plots to have Edward V and his younger brother declared illegitimate. They're not. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. How It doesn't matter. Just put the people in your pocket and they'll say whatever you want. Um, but he succeeds and he gets the crown in 1483 in July. And then uh, I have a quote that says, To eliminate any threats to his throne, Richard III had his young nephews held in the Tower of London, supposedly for their protection. When both boys, now famous as the princes in the tower, vanished and Richard was accused 
of ordering them murdered, the king quickly lost favor with his people. Well, you yeah. know, if you murder children to be king, <laughs> people aren't super into that if they're, they find out. If they find out. If they're not, like, super happy about it, it's weird. Yeah, why it's, don't they want me to be king? It's weird. Mm-hmm. Why are they so up in arms about these kids? And um, Who are your family members? Your kin-slaying ways? Nephews. Yeah. And in essence, like... Almost this is, like, the beginning of the War of Roses as far as, like, the problem, mm-hmm. right? It's that, like, technically this isn't the same thing, but it's, like, the young kid becomes king and then the older people who technically could have been king are mad. And that's often how it works. Yeah. Um, anyway. But I want it. But Richard's, so Richard's right is tenuous because of that. Already people are mad that he murdered children. And, like, he did this, like, illegitimizing thing, but, like, that it's not like that can't be undone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, people are like, well, just because you claimed that they weren't legitimate doesn't mean they aren't. But now they're dead, so they're definitely not legitimate. Well, they disappeared. Well, even more. Sure. But, like, that doesn't, it's like, even that part is, like, not great. It's not great. And then, and it makes them look way more guilty. Things happen in the party tower. And, unfortunately... While the Yorks have seemingly won this war, um, <laughs> there is another person who has a right to the throne, and that is Lancastrian Henry Tudor. Um, and with the help of France and many nobles, says, hey, technically I have a claim here, and I would like to be king. He's such, like, he's so far, like, <laughs> off the main branch, too, isn't he? I mean, he's Lancastrian, so he's not, like... He's from that one son's line. Mm-hmm. He's in there somewhere. I don't think yeah. he's, like, real close. It's not not very direct. But he's, like, what they have as far as, like, a claim left. It's like, hey, uh, I'm here, too. Wait, I'm, I know I wasn't involved in the fighting, but, like, I'm here. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm all that's left. Can could, I have, could I be, could I be king? Um, so he meets Richard on the battlefield at Bosworth in August 22nd, 1485, um, and he, Richard III is killed during the fighting with a vicious blow to the head. Bang! Kaplowie! Um, and legend has it that they also, uh, that they placed the crown on Henry's head at the very spot where Richard died. <laughs> right there. Ah, uh, nice. They're like, here you go, buddy. Now you're king. And that's why you should be a floater in and the War of the Roses. <laughs> Henry was declared Henry the Seventh of England. Ta-da. Now we got to talk about the boys. The boys. The boys. The boys. So. The, the, um, the missing boys? Yes. So we've talked about uh, Richard III and how they found his remains uh, in a parking lot. Yeah, something like that. They were, like, digging for something because mm-hmm. they were, like, reconstructing something. There's, like, a person <laughs> under there. They're just, like, bones, and then yeah. they did DNA tests, and they're like, oh, that's Richard. <laughs> oh, it's Richard. Weird. What are you doing under there? Um, Buddy. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, but once again, Haley, how do you fix the problem when you're having an argument with a group of people for the throne? What do you do? How much power do they have? I mean, most of it. So, wait, are so, you... But, but other people have a claim to your throne. What do you do? Oh, murder them. No. Make deals. Marry them. Also that. 
So Henry marries Elizabeth of York there to you reconcile go. the feud between the Lancasters and the Yorks. All we need on Game of Thrones is for them to get married. And there then you that go. didn't work though because they died. Yeah. That's okay. We still have marriageable people left. Right. Kiss kiss. Done. Fixed it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, not of not of the Lannisters, though. No, but we still got what? I guess Jamie. No, but he's not anything. Well, I mean, not of the the Yorks and uh, Lancasters, but yeah. Um. Oh, who is it? It's uh, not of the Starks it's, and the Lannisters. It's a uh, what? John and Daenerys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna if be. If you go thing. back far enough, even yeah. though she's his aunt. Anyway, spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. But because they get married, that's what ends the War of the Roses. And to show you that in images, um, the reason it's called the War of the Roses is because both sides use a rose as their symbol. Mm -hmm. The Yorks have a white rose and the Lancasters have a red rose. And then they marry the two and it becomes the Tudor rose. How nice. It's really handy when that's how you fix the, the two warring sides of a conflict have the same symbol, almost. They had a lot of other symbols. Like, people make yeah. a point to say that, which is why they call it the Cousins War sometimes. But, but I hate the Cousins War. Stupid. It sounds like hillbillies in a swamp. It 100% does. Fighting about alligators. Totally. Welcome to the Cousins Swamp. So, Henry is king. Good for him. Good for him. Great for you. Well, good for oh, and he, you. He, and the Elizabeth of York, who he marries, is Edward the Fourth's daughter. Okay. So. Well, there you go. Done. She's got the good blood, the smart blood. That's right. Blah, blah, Tudor Rose. <laughs> and that's the word of the roses. Blah, blah, Tudor Rose. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the boys. Now I'm going to talk about the boys. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of debate about whether or not Richard III murdered them, which mm-hmm. I think is stupid because of course he did. Of course he did. What? Especially because they Children went don't disappear. From locked towers. Yeah. Without the king's say. Right. Anyway, but there is a confession made by James Tyrell, who was a knight who served for Richard III, that was recounted in Thomas More's History of King Richard III. Mm. This was published... Um, in, like, the 1500s, I think. Okay. So it's not very far from the time when it happens, comparatively to some things. Sure. Uh, according to Tyrell's confession, he obtained keys to the apartment of the two princes and hired two men to murder them at the behest of Richard III. The assassins entered their living quarters in the middle of the night and smothered the boys with pillows. The murderers laid the bodies on the bed and fetched Tyrell so uh, he could confirm their brutal mission was complete. This is a quote, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrell then ordered the men to bury the corpses at the foot of an unknown stairway under some stones. When notified of the death of the princes in the tower and their uh, burial, Richard III ordered their bodies be exhumed and reburied in a better place. This second burial spot was never named. Hmm. So that's from like a source from like, I think 1570 is when that was published. So... There's that. Okay. So that could be true. Maybe not. Sure. However, um, during the construction work at the Tower of London in 1674, so 100 years later, uh, workmen unearthed a wooden chest at the base of a stairwell near the White Tower. Inside, they discovered human skulls, uh, whole and fragmented bones, some animal bones, and a few nails. Mm. 
Uh, when King Charles II was notified of the findings, he asked his physician to examine the skeletal remains to make an identification. The king's physician believed the bones belonged to the ill-fated princes in the tower. And, like, I was specifically very interested in that confession and when that was published because of this happening. Sure. Because I was like, if it's after this, then that's just, like, I don't believe it at it's all. It's just, like, publicity and jumping on the bandwagon. But it's, like, a hundred years before this happens. Right. So, like... Yep. Mm-hmm. That those two things together, I'm like done. That's enough evidence for me. Sure. Like, and if like if you're in court, like you have a confession and a body in the place where the confession said the body would be. Right. So done. A little weird. Nailed it. However, we don't know because they won't let us test their bones. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why? They always do this. Why? They always do this. And the, one of the main reasons, like, I'm not going to, I have a whole bunch of things, but I don't need to read them, because whatever. One of the main reasons that they say they won't test them is because then they'd have to unbury someone else to test them against. However, they tested that Richard III was him from, like, living ancestors of his. Like, right, they're living people. And now they have his DNA. Right. Like, seemingly on record. Yeah. So they don't have to dig anyone up. They just have to get the boys out of where they have them currently housed. Right. And then test their DNA against his. He's their uncle. Yeah. They, like, that's going to be pretty clear that they're related. It's very strange. Seems and then, like Seems like a weird excuse. Uh-huh. And then the other excuse is that... Well, what do they do with the bones if it's if it turns out not to be them? The the guy who gave this statement almost essentially said, "We know it is them," although he is very um, like careful to not say that Richard murdered them. Sure, he's like, "We're pretty sure it is their bodies, and those are their bones." But if we take it out and we test it, and it's not them, then what do we do with them? And I'm like, "I don't know. Bury them anywhere. Who cares?" Right. If there's randos and then you have them buried in, like, royal places, it's like they shouldn't be there. Yeah, like, either way, it's better to know than not know. It doesn't change what's really happening. Right, and in a statement, he basically said, like, what's the point of doing this? And I was like, I don't know, so we can know if it's them. So you so you can know. To solve the mystery. If you're so Please. If you're so upset at the idea of, like, what if they're just normal people, then shouldn't you, like, figure it out? It's very strange. And, like, the the church won't do it. And it's the church yeah. who technically is kind of in charge of it. Maybe. But also the royal family um, has been asked about it and they said they don't want them tested either. Maybe it's because if they test it and they are related, that's, like, confirmation that it was murder and that yeah, he did it. Yeah, right. And they uh, just I like, think that's what it is. But it's so <laughs> weird because, like, we already know he wasn't a good guy. Right. <laughs> And we already basically know that that's true. And, like, if yeah. it is them dead in there, like, it's almost 100% that it was him. Yeah. And basically they already admitted it was them there. So, like, we basically know that he did murder them. Mm-hmm. So then I'm just like, what's the point? Right. What it's are, very strange. What are we avoiding at this point? Right. Who are we protecting? And, like, mostly I wanted to share this just because, like, it goes to show in some ways that, like, history is alive and, like, currently <laughs> happening. Yeah. And, like, that we don't know stuff you know like there are mysteries that we just don't know we choose not to know even yeah and like weird weirdest thing solvable because that's the other thing like they would probably have to dig someone else up and get their dna profile except they were able to connect richard to some ancestors that he had 
Um, and luckily, because they had two that they said they matched him to, and both of them have no children and are kind of old. Mm-hmm. And so, like, basically it was like, these are the only people we could match him to, and they're going to die soon. So it's like, it was like perfect timing that he, they found his bones and found these people. Right. And one of them was like, I think he was American. I think he lives in, like, New York State. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Naturally. Whatever. Right, it's not even, like, England. It's, like, somebody in America. And then the other one was, like, I don't want people to know who I am. And I was, like, ooh, mystery person. <laughs> Doesn't want people to know he's related to this Richard. Mystery. But anyway, there you go. That's the War thing. of the Roses. That's <laughs> the whole thing. That's it. That's the whole thing. And then Thank there's... you for sticking oh. with us listeners. I know it was long. And then there's, a, then there's another Henry, and he has a... A daughter, and she's important. She's awesome. But Henry VIII sucks. Yeah. See, and I thought it was Henry VIII that they put on the throne. No, that was his dad. His (laughs) dad, because his dad seems cool. He's cool. Edward's cool. Margaret's cool. Everybody else is kind of... They're like filler space. Garbage. (laughs) Henry V is okay. He's got some good moments. Yeah, sure. Henry VI is just, like, embarrassing. And he, he just keeps, he just keeps living... Yeah, he won't die. Why are you still here? What's your purpose? Go away. What do you think you can do here? <laughs> I just want the hat. I just want the hat. Just uh, just let me have the hat. Just let me be. A nap. Just nap and hat. Mm, nap hat. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's already long, so thanks yeah. for listening. If yeah. you have any interest in roses or wars or Game of Thrones... Uh, email us at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to post a video where they kind of give you the breakdown of who's who, but we basically mostly talked about it. Um, But it gives you, like, an easy view of it in, like, six minutes or something and the relations. Oh, I was going to say real quick, there's no... um, There is question about Margaret's son and whether or not... Uh, her husband was actually the father, mm. but there's no, she doesn't have a twin or a brother that's there, so it's, like, not incest, definitely. Right. And I'm assuming that that was plucked specifically from um, Anne Boleyn. Oh, sure. Because that was why they cut her head off. Yeah. Because they said that she was hooking up with her brother. So I'm assuming that's what that was. It's all incest. Uh, F you. And I'm assuming that's what the Cersei and Jamie things come from. Sure. Anyway, but they said, I think they said it might have been Warwick's son. The kingmaker. Interesting. Yeah. Because they used to be cool. Interesting. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think he's just legitimate. Mm-hmm. I know it's less interesting, but... I know it's less interesting, but goodbye. This is the end of the episode. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, Goodbye. Go. Go to your day. You're still here. Go. What are you doing? Go to bed. Go to work. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.